0: It's also
1: Easter. What? It's Easter.
0: Easter. (laughs) Um, and it will actually be Easter. Is it Easter today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, good. So we'll pretend it's Easter. It's March. (laughs)
2: It's my turn.
0: It's March twenty seventh, two thousand and sixteen. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And you're listening to Pixels Weekly. Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The fifth episode.
0: Oh, why you saying fifth?
2: I'm the only one who counts because even last week I had to correct the blog of the fourth episode because you 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 named it the third one. Oh. Not on not on iTunes, but I I had to go after you and I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you to. You know, Thank feel you. bad about yourself.
0: <laughs> well you saved my pride until now, in which case now it's <laughs> <laughs> now it's <ruined. laughs> Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, Easter. Five episodes in and we've already come to a major national holiday here in the United States. Isn't it a holiday other places too? I think it's if you're Catholic, holiday. it's a holiday. Oh yeah, so Rome probably.
2: In France they have Monday off. The whole country has Monday off. Really? It's like the Easter Monday. It's a holiday. And only in my state where I was raised and born, which is Alsace, and another one, which is a neighbor of it, and it's it's named Moselle. But, like, only in Moselle and Alsace you have Good Friday as a holiday for everybody.
0: This is a big opportunity, you guys. We can be the only podcast or the only video gaming podcast that can ask our listeners to write in their best Jesus fan fiction about Easter... (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> Good Friday. Get, I want to see Friday Jesus in Easter. different scenarios <laughs> and have him wielding different weapons, some of which can be love. Don't get too mad. <laughs> but let's write in your greatest. Go to pixelsweekly.com and write Jesus fan fiction. And we'll read it. I'll read it if somebody doesn't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> You'll read it to me. You'll read it to me. I'll close my eyes at quietly. night. Quietly. Read it to me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's start the show with some hodgepodge What's uh, what's on everybody's plate?
1: I didn't do anything No, I kid, I lie I did stuff <laughs> I went to a tournament on Friday That was fun It was a Street Fighter Five tournament Kind of to see how the indie grassroots thing starts And I'm going to another tournament On Saturday, April 2nd At NYU Polytech To see their Street Fighter Five. Funness. And uh, Seth Killian's going to be there. He's the one that created Evo way back in the 2000s. Wow, so that's and I went know, to the Nintendo store.
0: To... Oh, no. You didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> too did. hodgepodge. You're not allowed. <laughs> and I, and I bought
1: stuff. You know, like every week I buy something oh, just, new. What? What is this? A it's a it's Kirby. A, it's a Kirby. Is that a leak? It's a Kirby toy.
2: Hold on. I don't have the window in front of me. Hold on a minute. There we go. Show me. Mm. I'm sure everybody that listens can see it, too. Now.
1: I know. They can see, like, awesome. hey, look, this is what I'm showing you. No, it's a, it's a <laughs>
0: toy. It, it's
1: a toy from Japan that I don't need, that I
0: bought anyways. It's got writing I can't read all over it.
1: That's. It's called Japanese.
0: <laughs> how do you know <laughs> it doesn't just say, don't buy this, poison, rip off?
1: No. no. It's right. Kirby. All it's right. adorable.
2: It's only It's only true. It's only, uh, It's not a rip-off, it's a a Kirby.
0: So what happened at this uh, fighting tournament?
2: Because we...
1: It was... The way it's set up is that everyone... There's a bracket. It's double elimination. Everyone plays against each other. Then you've got the winner's bracket, loser's bracket. And you kind of... Street Fighter is a very quick game. Mm. So you can get there pretty quickly. And... It was just a bunch of guys... Playing on Playstations and eliminating PlayStation each other only? and getting mad. Yeah, PlayStation.
2: Okay. So you went and only saw the loser bracket because of your <laughs> defeat of last week?
0: <laughs> oh, That's right. I haven't uh, properly gloated about
2: that.
1: It came back. That hurt. <laughs> it hurt
2: right here. How did you feel that whole week? I mean, I you know, yeah, you got back into the competitive scene. You went and sat at this tournament.
0: But I was, uh, and, and, Let's face it. There, there's a legitimate chance that you probably just let me win. But if you did just let me win, Sandy, I really appreciate it because I needed that in my life. That was the thing I needed.
2: Yeah, and that, you know, and even if you did, I, I don't believe it. So you, know, <laughs> you really, you, you. If you did, if you
0: did let him win, you did it very well. I could choose you not fought. to believe it. That would be very Trumpian of yeah. me too. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really good. Yeah, oh, Nick, yeah I
1: know. Dun, dun, dun. I'll
0: tell you what my bit of hodgepodge is, which is I went to go see Batman versus Superman. Boy, oh boy! <laughs> okay, I want to hear. I
2: want to hear that because I never, I didn't plan on seeing it. I'm not really. Don't. Like the, the more real <laughs> That's things. my the, short
0: review. Yeah, the my one thing. word review. We can put it on the blog. Ryan Quintel, Batman vs. Superman review. Don't and then that's the end of it.
2: Um, That's the the whole blog post?
0: If you really like Batman and really like Superman... We'll space
2: out the characters to take some (laughs) spots.
0: If you really like Batman and really like Superman, then um, you will love to see them all pouty for two and a half hours on your screen. But I'll tell you what this movie did do. If Zack Snyder, who I think is the director, if he's not doing it, then a Ben Affleck Batman movie could actually be really good.
1: I think Ben Affleck is slated to work alone on that. I think he's directing and producing and writing or one of those. I don't
0: know. And starring. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) And starring. And And he's just going to put the camera
0: on a tripod and kind of act in front
1: of it. (laughs) I also heard Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman did a really good job and everyone's excited for
0: a Wonder Woman movie. Is that how you say her name? Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. Yeah. God, no, it's it's mm. Gal. I thought it was like Gale Godot. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I've, I've heard it Godot. So. That's a type I of could do. be
0: wrong. It's a recipe. So. <laughs> Who. Uh, how would you spell Godot?
2: Yeah, uh, G- if you s If you say like that, G A D O W or D O U G H. If that was French,
0: that's how you'd spell it?
2: Oh, if it was French, no. If it was French, it would be. G A D O T.
0: Yes, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, but she's Israeli. Oh, <laughs> it's not French. <laughs> it's not French. It's Israeli. Yeah, but we okay. don't know if that's her real last name, right? But it is a real last name, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna look this up. Hold on, I don't believe this. Uh, early life. No. Oh. Oh wait minute, wait minute, wait wait wait. <laughs> oh. Uh, her family herbarized hebraized Heb- their surname from greenstein to Goodell so she
2: appears in the movie
0: sorry <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm wanna, like want to so so hear
2: all the jiggly puffins um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear all the jiggly puffin Reviews yeah. of uh, Ryan sorry um the, the roast
0: Yes, Gal Gadot is... we defense of watching it. Gail Godot or Gal Gadot, or <laughs> Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, um, is Wonder Woman, and she's in it for like six seconds. She's fine. I think this is for me. I went to go see this movie, and I actually just walked out feeling like I aged two and a half hours, not really having like a strong negative reaction or a strong positive reaction. I just kind of walked out with apathy, which I think is one of the worst things you can say about a movie.
1: Yeah. I heard Batman was being a detective, which made people really excited because that's who he is. He's the detective. And then Superman went from a boy scout to like super brooding and people hated that.
0: Yeah. Superman is pouty this whole time. Batman is doing some detective work, which I really like' because I like Batman. There's so many character choices that or choices that the characters make in this movie that are so just turn on a dime. Well, this happened, so I guess i'm I'm you know gonna fight Superman now, or oh, this happened, so I guess I'm not gonna fight Superman anymore. Spoiler alert if you care <laughs> um. <laughs> and uh, the movie does have one interesting thing people go to see it and you'll know what i mean if you go see it they almost do something really brave in this movie and then they cop out at the end and it feels okay. really manufactured the whole thing feels like watching a two and a half hour commercial for a potential justice league movie of which i'm not excited about i just want um i just want a standalone good ben affleck batman movie mm. I think
1: that's Zack Snyder's problem, though. He's very, like, I'm going to make everything super dark and super emotional because that's who I am. And it's like, all right, bro, get over it. Yeah. Just give give us what we want. Right.
0: Especially in a superhero movie. Um, But I'm I'm done. I didn't like the second Avengers movie. I watched season one of Daredevil. I don't think I'm going to watch season two. I think I'm going to go away from superheroes. And I'm actually, I picked up. A couple Batman comic books <laughs> and so i'm actually going to go back and just read some Batman comics inside, yeah. and make me feel good about Batman again.
2: It makes yeah. you feel good again. did you Eight. watch Men of Steel because there's a lot of people who went in yes, you know getting excited about Batman versus Superman because of men of Steel and this
0: whole man of the whole thing about Man of Steel is if you haven't seen that at the end of that movie, the fight takes place in Metropolis and They do severe damage to the city and this entire movie expounds effort to go, my God, didn't Superman really jack up that city? Oh, gosh. Did you see that last movie? He like destroyed buildings and stuff. And then there's even a point where, like, Anderson Cooper, real-life Anderson Cooper, not fake Anderson Cooper.
1: Real-life Anderson Cooper, not the uh, actor that plays him.
0: Real-life Anderson Cooper gets on fake CNN and goes, well, it's after work hours, so luckily Metropolis is near empty. (laughs) Just like, oh, you're really going out of your way to be like, no one was hurt. No... We can't even say, like, at the end of movies now, nobody was hurt or no animals were hurt (laughs) during the making of this movie. Now we have to go, and no civilians, no fake civilians were hurt.
1: So that's actually something that Marvel does different. They do admit to people getting hurt after the incident in the Avengers 2 movie, and they expand on that in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and in Jessica Jones. And in Daredevil Season 2.
2: (laughs) I love reading the... It's the first time I read an article of this uh, kind on Kotaku where they say they warn for spoilers. They're like, again, spoiler warning, we're about to get into the plot, so avert your eyes if you care. But you really shouldn't because it's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) The last one is Mike finishing the article by saying, in closing, let me just say it. This is the one time I enjoyed the breakfast cereals more than the movie they represented.
1: I did not like the breakfast cereal. I got the Batman one and it was strawberry chocolate and it was terrible. It tasted like cardboard.
2: I Don't buy it. Those. You mean it tasted I, I, I like didn't Find them in the grocery store where they just, they just got them out.
1: I bought it at Target and it had it, Superman that looks like a little puffy triangle and Batman that looks like.
2: They look like like fried dumplings. <laughs> it's weird. Like mini fried dumplings. It looks odd.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, so good. All right, Yannick, that's enough of me. What's, what's going on in your life?
2: I teased a little bit last week. I really wanted to go back into and debrief, give the whole recap of the um, Halo World Championship 2016, which. Uh, ended with a victory of uh counter logic gaming team winning it's, it's a lot of people that have been playing this game for a long time since probably halo 2 or halo 3 in the final um so the final was counter logic gaming against um team allegiance i don't know specifically any of those guys like their background i just remembered and know one guy that is a a huge entertainer on Twitch. Um, his name is Nated, and he had one of the most consecutive s- subscription uh, during the day. Yeah, Nated um, was part of Team Allegiance, and you know he said for the this final, he said if I were to win the World Championship, I would probably just break down and and start crying on stage. So this guy has been at the competitive competitive scene for for ten years now. Wow! During the final, uh, which is a you know a best out of seven uh, type of matchup. Um, they, um, the the public, the audience, I guess, people on Twitch, people on the internet, uh, were allowed to elect the MVP, and he was, you know, the votes went to him because he's such a an icon of the Halo competitive scene, and yeah, so the this whole this whole World Championship started already, you know, in fall, so it's been four months that those teams have been, you know, trying to make their way up. Uh, having regionals so you had a north american regionals and african um oceanic uh like australian uh european asian and stuff like that youtube.com slash halo uh channel you can rewatch all the all the matchups that were happening during this weekend oh cool and um yeah they they, they really do a good job like the the production and everything they have commentary is really epic it's um the the crew the cast that comment the game that does live commentary is um, this guy named S- Sims and this other guy Walshy they're both really also good Halo player but they got out they retired from the competitive scene and they became right now they did all the commentary of the regionals and and uh, and and of the final as well
0: oh you're making me want to play Halo
2: yeah. It really made me want to play it too. I mean, but when you look at the coordination, the call outs, and the the the, the most enter- entertaining part of me is when the commentary um, gets silent, and they put the sound of the team, like the audio sound of their you know communication. Oh yeah. And you and you hear the communication, the call outs, and it just they speak on top of each other. But for some reason, they process all informations. The most entertaining one is really capture flags. So, you know, we're all probably aware what capture uh, flag is. that's my mode, you have a, baby. A flag. I got
0: that flag yeah, in that base.
2: That's the classic That's the classic Halo mode. And so you have a flag in each, each enemy base and the objective for you is to capture the enemy flag and bring it back to your base. Uh, the most interesting part when those teams are battling each other and it's, you know, very clutch and it's like, Intense in, like the intensity is at at maximum when both teams have the the enemy flag in their hand, the problem is that if you want to capture the enemy's flag, you have to return your own flag, so you have this this chess game which you know yeah. which takes place where you know the pretty much the the owner of the the enemy 's flag is around his base, trying to stay under cover, and he has a few people defending him and that 's where the calls are really important you know if, if if the enemy are doing a push to return the flag, you have to be ready and react for that, but in the same time, you need to have some people ready to also do the same thing to the other team it's really there there were some games where they just finished up even after overtime they finished with a draw because they couldn 't return the other enemy 's flag and they finished with a tight game one you know 1v1 and that's that's a replay the thing about halo 5 is that it's really beautiful maps and it's a 60 fps game it really <laughs> is 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 nice and, <laughs> and don't know about 1080p. Clear nice. 60 frames a second i'm losing He's my losing mind, mind. <laughs> <laughs> no. Easy to watch 1080p. and the commentary. He's always throwing it 1080p. in there. <laughs> um, you know, I just slip slip it in. You don't even notice it anymore. It just, <laughs> just I do it. it you just I just, it's just do it.
1: Throwing it in there. Is this? And, uh, are the Halo yeah. World Championships like other esports, where they're heavily dominated by? Like Starcraft is heavily dominated by the Koreans, and if you're not Korean, then you're considered a foreigner. Does yep. considering the game's an American game?
2: Yeah. Pretty much. I is mean, there
1: something like that with Halo also, where the it's there was a very like it's a specific bunch of bros, group
2: like college age where, bros that dominate?
1: <laughs> right, but you, you know how it is.
2: For those of you who don't really know what esports is about and think that it's just kids playing video games, and um, the semifinals, even the loser had a guaranteed prize pool of two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> and in the finals, the losing team gets five hundred thousand dollars, and the winning team gets a million dollars
1: and that's split uh, among four people so or
2: that 's that's a team of four, yeah, so each team has four people plus the captain i don 't know how they split the cut, but there's a captain who doesn 't play he he 's the guy who you know figures out the strats he 's behind them if you look at the videos and you look at the cameras that focus on the people on the on the players when they're sat and playing, there's always a guy standing behind them with also a mic, but he doesn't have a controller. He doesn't play. He just knows he's the, yeah, he's the coach, you know, you know, like when you in football, the coach prepared a week, you watch all videos about the other team. They're going to face next weekend. Well, this guy does the same for the other teams. And because there's a lot of scrimmage off tournament, there's a lot of scrimmage, a lot of prep, a lot of training. They, f- those teams face each other on a regular basis just to get better. Um, they set that up and sometimes it's available, you know, you can just watch those scrimmage on Twitch. But no, yeah, to answer your quen- question, Sandy, um, I don't know exactly all the teams that I'm looking at in quarterfinal, but I can, pretty, I can be pretty sure that Epsilon is a European team and they got beat up 3-0 in quarterfinal, got, you know, sent home. Uh, pretty brutally, Um, and all the other teams are indeed Americans.
0: Guys, I want to tell you something, because it's not usually news, but since it's the beginning, it's, it's really the beginning of our first month, or going into the beginning of our first month, it's worth calling out, if you are a subscriber to PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live, you're getting some really great free games this month. I know people say, it's not free, you gotta subscribe, but
1: yeah, but still, I mean, there's some pretty right. awesome titles on there. Exactly. <laughs> if
0: you're a PlayStation <laughs> 4 owner, you're getting Galaxy, which I had a uh, a chance to spend some time with. And it's, it's really great. It's like Asteroids on Steroids. Um, and Broforce, which, Yannick, you spent Broforce. some time with. I spent some time with really great game.
2: Um, right before the podcast, I actually just did some co-op, three people. It's a it's fantastic chaos to enjoy.
0: If you're an Xbox Live subscriber, you're going to get The Wolf Among Us, which is the entire Telltale game series that's supposed to be really really good, and Sunset Overdrive, which is a game that I absolutely love on my Xbox. Very fun. It's by Insomniac Games.
2: Oh, Sunset Overdrive is the is the game when you like jump on rails and across the city. Yeah,
0: you're like a punk dude do and he's grinding and stuff. Um, and Insomniac made Ratchet and Clank and Dead Space... Uh, no, not, not Dead Space. Resistance. 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 <laughs> I was about to misquote. You're
1: like, Dead Space. Wait, no. Different kind of alien no, exactly. <laughs> In fact,
0: I've got Dead Space on the mind because through backwards compatibility, you'll be also able to play this month on Xbox. Dead Space 1, the original, which is... an oh,
1: It's such a good such game. Such a
0: good game. Oh, my so goodness. Good. If you love Resident Evil 4 and, like, Ridley Scott's Alien... Dead Space is a really, really great game for you. And Saints Row 4, which I've always wanted to try a huge, huge month. So Xbox has had a bunch of months in a row where people were kind of like, where are they, where are they coming up with this list? It's pretty terrible. All of a sudden they've they've uh, corrected that ship in four really awesome marquee uh Triple A titles, really?
2: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's good. It's, I really always like us to bring up those sick deals.
0: Up. <laughs> sick deal. In this case, it's free. Cause sick deal. It, yeah,
2: because there's a lot, there's a lot being made, and there's a lot of games you can play for free. Like I said, I had a blast on Force. There's a lot, of, you know, especially with all those indie games, twenty dollar, fifteen dollar. Now, you know, yeah, if you keep on paying attention, you always have those free games that you can really enjoy.
0: Now, this is really interesting. Um, if you, if you subscribe to Xbox Live right now for a year. It's 60 bucks full price. You can find it cheaper in a lot of other places. But the price of these games this month alone, 25 bucks for Wolf Among Us, 30 bucks for Sunset yeah. Overdrive, 15 bucks for Dead Space 1, and 35 bucks for Saints Row 4, which seems a little overpriced to me, is worth way more than your yearly subscription. And the way it works on Xbox is subscribe, you can download these games and even when your subscription runs out, you can continue to play them. So, really good deal. Let's, before we get into Worth this it. week's editorial, read the second part of our Steam $20 giveaway.
2: Can I ruin the second part of the Steam giveaway? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. I'm glad well, you he didn't
2: can't cut that. stop you. That you didn't cut that. <laughs> If you want to know the first part, if you, that's the first episode you were jumping into Yes, for some reason. I like that.
0: Go listen to episode so four. You don't
2: have time. Yeah, that's episode five. You go see the episode four and you will have the first part somewhere, somewhere in those 55 minutes of recording, you will hear Ryan. (laughs) It's like an Easter egg egg hunt. Happy Easter. Happy Easter.
0: Okay. This week's code, part two of three, K, like Kit Kat. (laughs) L (laughs) L. We're going to do it again, aren't we? L, like llama. Or lambda, Lamborghini. Lambda, <laughs> yeah, Lamborghini. Lamborghini. V is. Can we only
2: Victor. use? No, we have to use. Like, give you a game character. Do it again. We have to use video game character.
0: Okay, uh, Kratos. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Lara Croft. Lara <laughs> Croft. Thank God. Thank God, you saved me. Um. V. Say that later. We'll help you out. V? Somebody is really going to be pissed That <laughs> we can't think Probably. of their favorite V character <laughs> Yeah they're like H I think the video game character thing was a bad
1: idea <laughs> It doesn't yeah. have legs it's really
0: tough. Yeah.
1: You could have just said You could have spinned it and done video games Like H for Halo Oh
0: yeah. let's do v- that games. No, And no. V for Vita That's not a game Bummer <laughs> H as in Halo. I as in Indigo. So to recap, the code is K-L-V-H-I. That's part two of three. Listen to episode four for part one and episode six for part three, and you will get $20 to Steam. Wow. wow. All right, guys, this week's editorial is all about Let's Plays. People love Let's Plays. The internet loves them. Why am I still talking like this? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For people that don't know what Let's Plays are, I was about to say X-Plays, which is an old G4 TV show. Uh, Let's Mm. Plays are, you can essentially find them on Twitch, uh, but most major gaming sites do them now. It is simply watching somebody play video games, usually accompanied by their own personal commentary. That's what a Let's Play is. Maybe it's something more to you, Yannick and Sandy. But let's let's talk about what makes a Let's Play a really good thing. What do you love about
1: that? I think one of the things I like is seeing how different people approach a game differently. So you've got games like Hearthstone and... Street Fighter 5, which I've been playing a lot of, and seeing how everyone explains how they play the game, which makes it... It gives you a different kind of insight. So, oh, I should be creating a deck like this, or I should be using this character defensively instead of offensively. Seeing stuff like that, I, I really appreciate... And that's, that's what I like from <laughs> Let's Play.
2: <laughs> I mean, I really appreciate game, Let's Plays that I, of games that I don't play. Um, I really don't want it to be ruined for myself, especially when most of the list plays that I look at are, like, story-based m- games. Uh, the last list plays that I've been really l- enjoying is from this French YouTubers, and he went through Until Dawn. Oh. And it was really funny. I've got that on you my know, shelf. I can't wait to try it. Yeah, it's, it was really entertaining playing through it. It was really <laughs> getting into it, making those bad decisions for his story. Um and the the ending, you know, had a good effect on him. Um, I really, I really don't, I really try to stay away from those Let's Plays. Because I'm always, I, you know, it's tempting, it's very tempting to watch them. But I have a, uh, yeah, I'd rather just read and write, you know, the, no, you know, spoiler-free uh, reviews uh, rather than having a Let's Play. Because I will ultimately kind of do, I'll use it as a cheat. She, you know, yeah. I'll just kind of like look at it, and when I come back, it won't be me playing; it will be the other guy who did the Let's Play, and I will just do the same because that's it worked for him. So that's me advancing through the game and and making, you know, and unconsciously in, in, in in kind of like doing the repeating the same actions and the same moves.
0: Right, I I do like a Let's Play for a lot of times. Games, the way media covers games you often get a lot of trailer, or a lot of screenshots, or a lot of articles, and preview videos. But sometimes I want to go like, okay, but what's it like, what's it like moment to moment? What is it like to, you know, throw a grenade, or shoot a bad guy, or walk around and experience this level, or, you know, solve one puzzle? So I think for me, it almost is a purchasing decision maker for a let's play unless it's a competitive game and I want to see something played at a high level the same way I want to see like professional NFL players play football at a professional level then oh sorry. sorry Yannick Football de Americana
2: yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> put Americana after the, American, you know football. where the real, you know where the real football <laughs> is. You know,
0: we could tell We should have a whole podcast about soccer one day. Uh, not a whole, I mean a whole yeah. episode about soccer.
2: Um, yeah, the, prob- the problem is that we're distributing this podcast mainly in the U.S., so I can't. I have to pretend still.
0: <laughs> football. Yeah, this football is America. Is U.S. Nice. football is it's a val- football. is a valuable sport. That's right.
1: Not with two O's. Not a U.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a you.
2: <laughs> we have two O's in France too we say, we say football with two O in, in, in France in Europe no you don't that's, would that's do. how a
0: terrorist is mm. uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well there's also one part that we also forgot to mention and maybe therefore I can redo my argument because there's way more there's a, a trend right now where more and more games are let's plays are made through Twitch and um the people that you follow the people that you watch regularly, which is in my which is my case. Like I have my regular streamers that I go and watch and for example, this guy that I constantly watch, he um yesterday received uh Star Fork Zero. And um for him to play, I don't you know, I guess they you know, they sent him an, in a the mail, they sent him a letter. Uh, he had the letter in his hands. I'm sure, you know, they have they have like what? regulations and like requirements for him to meet, and like you h- can only start on this day, blah blah blah, because this game only comes out at the end of, of April, right?
0: I want to play Star Fox Zero now for free from Nintendo.
2: Yeah, he got <laughs> it. Like you know, he got he just got the CD. He didn't get the whole case that they would sell in stores. He had he had it in a, in a you know in a disc like plastic pocket, like you know, oh, bag. just like a sleeve thing. Um, yeah, it sounds yeah, like a like a, sleeve, like
1: a review yeah. copy or something.
2: Yeah. And um, and so we will be probably be able to do Let's Plays a little bit before, uh, a few hours before the game actually <sighs> comes out. And I have to say, I, I don't, I, I'm always tempted to watch. I'm always going to watch. I think I did that for the Division when the servers opened the day before release. You know, they open at Australian time midnight, which is for us, uh, you know, which is for us like 8 a.m. of the day before. So people are already being able to play and, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't blame them if they want to play it just like for me and yeah, it kinda like I, I it was hard resisting not watching yeah. you know i i I think I managed not to spoil myself or anything i when I jump into it, it was fresh, but with all the all the trailers, all the videos from e three and the past e three with those trip triple A games, it's really hard to come into a game and be like, Oh okay, you know, not to spoil and and I kinda like you kinda like end up just being a enjoying. Just the the really, you don't really enjoy the f- you don't get the grasp on the full work that the developers intended to, to to totally. make you know the whole, the whole ambience the whole universe you kind of like skip on that if you've already seen trailers and videos and you've kind like of spoiled that experience for yourself the only thing you have left is pretty much maybe if the story is good and if the gameplay is fun that's all you have left
1: I agree yeah this is rough because let's plays on one hand are they're very good at either. Selling the game or sell, selling you off of the game, convincing you not to purchase it. And with all these early copies and early reviews, there's just so much content on the market now. You don't really know whether you should really go out and buy the game. A lot of I find myself saying a lot now. I'm going to wait and see what my friends think, and I'm going to wait and see what the actual reviews are. And watch a few, like, 10, 15-minute videos to see if, if this is something I can really get behind. And if it's not, then I'm not going to buy it.
0: Now, that's funny that you said that, Sandy, because you shared with us an article today. And, Yannick, you found another one about some controversy with the developer of That Dragon Cancer, which is a story-based game about living with a sick child what what was that story about?
1: This was an indie game that was kick-started, and then Razer helped the the developers. They helped publish the game, put it out on the Ouya, put it out where they needed to, and Razer made a commitment that all profits of the game would go to cancer research.
0: And is a company that manufactures. Like, I have a Razer. You can hear it here. Um, mouse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and... Uh, Key, you know, keyboards, gaming, accessories, headsets, that type of sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and they also bought the OUYA, which was supposed to be the Android-based console Ouya. that rivaled uh,
0: something. Xbox and
1: <laughs> PlayStation. It was supposed to rival something. I mean, it was very... It's still there. It still exists in a different form. And now the, the developers are saying that because of Let's Plays and videos like that... The game hasn't been able to generate any profit. And since they made this commitment to donate all profits to cancer research, they haven't been able to do that. So I can understand this particular game has been called a work of art, and it's not really your typical Call of Duty or it's not your AAA title. It's, it's an indie game. It's very personal. It's a very heavy story. But it's a beautifully told story, and it's a good story that people should get to play themselves. But because it's so emotionally draining, people prefer seeing the let's play than actually going out there and purchasing the game on their yeah. own.
0: Now that that could be so, I think that's certainly a drawback of these let's play videos. That is simply a lot there's a lot of games out there that there are moments in that game meant to be experienced by a player not in an incredibly shared or public way of like, hey, 10 million people watch this. I know some of my favorite games, in fact, my favorite games of all time, generally have a moment in them where I wouldn't spoil that for somebody else. And now here we have an entire culture of people who are playing these games, you know, in front of an audience. So... That sort of spoils the experience to me. I don't watch a lot of Let's Plays. I think there are games that are better Let's Play games when I want to watch them. A game that, say, has very repetitive content, like I wouldn't have any problem watching a Halo or Call of Duty because it's like, wow, look how good this person is at Halo, or you're not going to give anything away in that scenario. Whereas, say, if somebody had a Let's Play of The Last of Us, and it wasn't a game that was already years and years old and basically everyone should have had a chance to play already, then that uh, is something that I I would run away from. Yeah, Yeah, especially with
1: a game like The Last of Us where it's story-based, you kind of have to feel immersed into that storyline. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah,
2: do you guys feel like talking about story games, I'm trying to think because, you know, there's, like you mentioned, very, you know, very specific games we can also add the the survivor games where you pretty much you know die and respawn like Ark or um, h1z1 right. those kind stream of stream away i say the survivor survivor games that are entertaining to watch and then you you know it makes you it makes you really do your own thing try your own way in the game when you go ahead and play it and but these
0: games almost seem to be the type of post streaming you don't right these are games that yeah sort of Exist to be streamed, and we're seeing Twitch now start to to push content creators to create more of that stuff.
2: Yeah, but then, but then, is it really? I'm I, I'm trying to think. Is there? Are you guys thinking of other type of games that would be hurt by let's plays? You know, let's plays videos or early, you know, before release streams or stuff like that. Besides the story based games, I mean, I've played The Witness. I never wanted to jump into someone's stream on the witness the puzzle game to s- spoil the solution yeah. for me. That also that also that also would have ruined my game. I was happy when someone would show up on my stream when I was playing it and giving me some tips. That was really fun, but it was mostly people that were confident enough that they they were ahead of me um in the game and they've already completed completed those puzzles that I was you know hitting my mm-hmm. head on, but but um yeah the puzzle game, the story based game, pretty much a game where you will go and you will play it once, and that's it. I mean it's meant to it's not meant to be replayed it's not yeah it's not repetitive, like you said it's not repetitive content to play
1: or I really think any game with an alternate ending it's that's also something that is very unique, like Bioshock in the first game, if you play the game a very specific way. If you decide to save the Little Sisters, you get a very happy ending. If you don't save the Little Sisters, you get a very different ending. So that's a game that I I found that out when I was pl- about the the different endings when I talked about it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I, it was actually my brother. My brother's like, why am I going to save the Little Sisters? Uh, I wanted to get more powerful. And I'm like, why wouldn't you save them, you, you little bastard? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, the little sisters.
1: But but kind of a game like that, playing it again in a different way, in a way that you normally wouldn't do it, that's something I'd rather find out from a friend or a family member than a let's play because then I'm like oh I know how I have to play this game now yeah and
0: also the way I would tell you about that is like oh you you gotta see what happens if you don't save the little sisters I wouldn't be like oh if you don't save the little sisters duh, 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 duh. yeah
1: it, it's you have to play it differently play this play the game this way and even with Portal uh, my fiance was watching me play once and he's like how the hell did you do that because I unlocked a crazy achievement and I'm like like this way it's the easiest way doesn't it make sense <laughs> He's like, no, that's that's not how you solve puzzles. I'm like, that's how I solve puzzles, and he gave me an achievement.
0: So, <laughs> so it's the way they want Take me that. to. That's kind of the right way to play. Now let's talk about the other side of that sword, though. Have you ever watched a let's play of a game and said, nope, that's not for me, or I don't need to buy this now? Maybe I should even back that up and that's subconscious and say, have you ever watched a let's play of a game that you didn't buy?
2: I feel I. I feel like the more I think about it, the more... Um, if I watch a Let's Play, uh, I'm already kind of excited about the game and interested on buying it. Um, and there's more factors that will make me buy it, like the word of mouth or like looking at people on Twitter, looking at written mm-hmm. reviews, um, not silly, without watching the video. And I'm most of the time, either I know I will buy the game and therefore sometimes my curiosity will just be... Too high that day that I need to watch a let's play, I need to watch a, a trailer, I need to watch a, like the first 15 minutes, which I rarely do. Uh, especially like the, there are let's plays which take chunks of the game, focus on some part of the games, the gameplay and whatnot, and there are those reviews or let's plays that take the 15 or 100 first minutes. Um, those ones are, I try to. Yeah, that's too like much that. time, isn't it? With the, you know, the experience on diving into a game and, you know. Like going through that, I understand that for them, you not they're not spoiling anything doing that. It's just the first part. It's just the most of the time in most of games is like the the, tutorial, not the least interesting part. But it's the it's the one where the 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 cinematics, the story gets you know gets put on. It's 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 beautiful. It's supposed to be shiny and supposed to make you feel good about what you just bought and what you're about to experience. And but in terms of gameplay, in terms of potential it's it's you know it's pretty basic it gets down to the basics of the game most of the time for any type of game um but yeah no whether it's a game that i don't want to buy or whether it's a game that i you know that i'm willing to buy i it doesn't really make me change my mind i I, want to if i if i have to sum it up it doesn't really make me change my mind but that's my opinion
0: as a quick side note to developers if i play another game where the beginning of the game is like now try looking left. Now try looking right. I am gonna <laughs> scream! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, like either don't make it so matter of fact and like tie it into the story and tie it into events and make about, the whole
2: thing interesting. I want names. What what is the last latest game that?
0: I mean, I feel like Halo still like do that. that of like we just activated your shields. Try them out. You know, like, come on, get out of here. I don't.
1: <laughs> You're like I'm a good. It, there should be an option like are you a noob yes then we'll give you right. this complete tutorial exactly, exactly. are you experienced no then we're just gonna throw you into or the game or just make the writing oh, so
0: good or the cinematics that are happening around yeah. me so compelling or part of the beginning of the story that i'm kind of distracted by that i'm like oh yeah okay i'll i'll move because i want I, you know i want to because i want to get to the next thing or just let me skip it and show me a cutscene and be done with
2: it yeah i don't know if it's a if it's a a mechanic that is part of all EA games, EA sports games, but in FIFA they really nail it down really well is the. Um, they carry over the difficulty that you have set it for yourself. Uh, if you never played FIFA before at the beginning, they ask you, are you a beginner? Or are you a pro? You consider yourself pro, blah, blah, blah. And considering, you know. According to your decision, according to your choice, there will be tutorials and stuff oh, that will pop up in front of you. Smart. But if you're already a pro or stuff like that, you just you can just dive right in. And um, I actually played FIFA this week with someone who never plays, and he was, you know, it was they were doing a addition job because they have this, this. Um, Helper around the player they control, and the helper is pretty much telling them what button would do. You know, at this particular moment, if you right now control the ball, if you press circle, this is you know it would do a shoot. If you press square, oh, wow. it would cross. If you press you know cross, and you have all those you know this is, those are the options that we recommend for you to do now that you control the ball. And then when you don't have the ball, it's like now square is tackle, you know, and 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 um, cross is like. Um, chase or something like that, you know, contain or oh, stuff like that. And it you know, really helped them, you know, just focus on the positioning on the, on the game themselves rather than always, like, just, like, tackling in, in an empty space, like, tackling at nothing <laughs> and, and pretty much ruining <laughs> the experience for the opponent as well being like, oh, this is too easy now.
0: Let's talk about the economics um, of Let's Play stuff for a second because there are people who make their entire living off of making Let's Play videos. How do these people...
1: Yeah, I what? think the, the big one is Minecraft. Yes. I think Minecraft really exploded the Let's Play scene, and that is one Let's Play I've watched and have not. I don't play the game. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get Minecraft. I get Minecraft.
2: <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't buy into Minecraft neither, and, and I don't watch the Let's Plays neither. But um, that's yeah. I'm like
1: different. out of morbid curiosity, I was like, "All right, let me let me see what this game is," and my entire YouTube feed was. Let's play Minecraft. Let's do this with Minecraft. Minecraft? Minecraft Minecraft. The guy that created New York, Minecraft New York bought a house out of the he took he stole the house from Jay Z and Beyonce and I'm like, well then, this game must be good <laughs> if so many people play
0: it. <laughs>
2: Ah. The Levi Stadium, right there. For it's you, true. Minecraft. Yeah,
0: Minecraft is certainly well. I either with Minecraft, you're you're either you're one of three types of people. You either like to see people create things, like to create things yourself, or don't give a shit and you're never gonna <laughs> play Minecraft. Um, that yeah. Sounds so about to right. go back
2: to to go back to the economics of streaming, if yeah, I how do people? If make I may, I can explain mind. a little bit for people that yeah, for people that don't really know like why are people calling themselves content creators or, you know, Twitch streamers or broad- Twitch broadcaster. Um, every time you watch a video on YouTube, you connect onto a stream of a, of a, of a Twitch streamer. Uh, you s- usually see a commercial unless you bought the Turbo or on Twitch or premium account, which, uh, you know, allows you to, to skip those, those ads and don't see them. Uh, every time you watch this um those commercials that you can not skip it gives a few cents um, i wouldn't say dollars it gives literally a few cents every time you watch those ads of to a cent. the yeah fraction of a cent because obviously YouTube takes their cut um and it goes to it goes to the streamer or the the youtube channel owner uh directly and uh and so they get that breakdown on each video that they get and you know obviously will increase even more with The amount of views. So the more videos and the more views on their videos or streams would make them more money on Twitch. There are other sources of revenues that can be tipped by people. And at some point, if they become to have if they turn out to be lucky enough and have a good average amount of viewers. And a good um, a good involvement of their viewers in the chat, then they will be partnered by Twitch. And uh, once you get partnered by Twitch, you can you can be people can subscribe to your channel, and therefore they can have exclusive content for you to provide them. You can you know I don't know exactly what they involve, mm-hmm. but each streamer have their own way of doing it. Uh, they can have streams just for subs. Uh, you know that at that point, it's pretty much the streamer <laughs> rules around that. But a uh, subbing for a channel is f- is four ninety nine. A month you can obviously you know disable the owner renew and uh and it's just for you to support the person and they get more cut um out of like having someone subscribing um and I heard at the beginning of twitch they wouldn't they wouldn't tax they wouldn't um twitch wouldn't get any any cut out of the donations now I think they do interesting Because
0: um, a lot of there's while yeah. you're watching somebody on something like twitch, you can just give them i mean a lot of places call it a tip right, which is just. Literally a donation of money if they're using, they can use their own proprietary third-party thing or they can use Twitch's service. And and YouTube, people who are making YouTube videos, that's primarily ad revenue. But also companies will approach these people to do ad reads um, to talk about, hey, you know, go try, geez, what's one? Look
1: at me sitting in this awesome gaming chair. Yes, look at me sitting in this awesome gaming chair. Go try Netflix
0: (laughs) or um some of them are more more insidious and there's been lawsuits over this of like play this game. Play this game and talk about oh, how yeah, you like
1: with that. this game. Machinima? I've,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. I've seen I've seen yeah, and yeah. I've seen uh, I've seen
2: streams that are uh now sometimes sponsored. I've seen streams of the division sponsored by Ubisoft for certain for certain sure. streamers. And I think that's and fine. I, I think like a sponsor. I don't sponsored really know what what that, in, what that involves though. And if you guys can enlighten me on that, really what it means when they're sponsored on I mean, stream, I'm sure it's Ubisoft would,
0: you gives you a bunch of money just to play the game and a lot of people mm-hmm. would say, "Oh, that doesn't mean I'm going to say I like the game." But you probably start off with a pretty warm feeling if the company that makes it just gave you, you know, thousands of dollars to do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's That's also very interesting, and here I am making a Let's Play video, but I'm actually doing this in conjunction with a major company, so they're paying me or they're giving me some sort of gift or something for my positive review, and then in that case, your Let's Play video isn't being very honest. You're tainting what should have been an unbiased opinion of a game, and you're being paid by somebody else, but you're not letting your audience know that you're getting paid, which is why a lot of YouTubers were getting into trouble, because they, a lot of them cater to younger children, mm-hmm. and the kids are like, "Oh, I want, I want this Minecraft thing," because all the YouTubers are buying Minecraft stuff, and I want all of it, and it's you're advertising to my kid, right, without explicitly saying you're an advertisement. And that's,
0: that's really to me where advertising, especially through independent content creator channels, while it's good that these people can support themselves by doing this thing that the audience seems to like and they obviously like doing enough to to want to make it their living, I think that's where it gets insidious is how can you... If you don't nip it in the bud or you don't start making these things explicit for consumers, then A, how can you trust the stuff that's in these things... And, B, how can you stop, you know, a child being being influenced by these things when, I mean, I guess we all wanted to eat sugary cereal when we were little because commercials said, eat sugary cereal. <laughs> but this is different, right? This is like a, a commercial is in between the show. There's a distinction between what a commercial is and what the content is. And that's that, this is also why I don't like in, you know, product placement and that type of stuff or advertorial where people are being paid by a company to write a nice thing about that company. It all feels a little icky to me.
1: Yeah, I was watching... um, I like watching cute little animal videos on YouTube. And I was watching a hamster video. I do too. And at the end of the hamster video, it was actually a commercial Uh, for cleaning supplies and i was like i just got tricked into watching a commercial (laughs) (laughs) i was like what and and i think with with let's play it's a very fine line unless the content creator has stated i'm not making any money this is my honest opinion and here's all that information you can see it and they're super transparent then you don't really know what what's going on. And I usually tend to trust if a content creator is pissing off everybody, then they're probably being really honest. If they're not making a few enemies, then they're in someone's pocket. And I think that's how, how I view things. Let me see who you are. Are you really being honest with me? Did you piss anyone mm-hmm. off? No, you're in someone's pocket. Yes. Okay. I can trust you.
2: So I have a question for you. When somebody streams, and I, the Kotaku article about um, this game, um, I forgot the name of it, uh, the, the 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 game we talked about earlier. Dragon, um, that Dragon Cancer. That Dragon Cancer, yeah. Um, and this guy, uh, Patrick Klepek, who writes the article, uh, also had a content, a YouTube video on his channel about the, uh, about the game. He made a short video about it, got attraction from it, and therefore he got an email from, um, from YouTube uh, saying, a copyright owner using Content ID claims some material in your video. This is just a heads up. Don't worry. You're not in trouble, and your account standing is not affected by this. But then comes the interesting part is that all revenues out of these videos, all the ads on that videos, will not be going to you. They will be going to the copyright owner. Uh, or the copyright owner, he's receiving stats about your video's right. view. And then, you know, they give the video title, the copyright song, and the claim by blah, blah, blah. Um,
1: yeah, I think this is specifically for the music that the game had and not for the actual gameplay footage.
2: And why wouldn't he be going to the, to the game developers, to the game studio? Because he's making money out of that game. And especially for that game where developers are really not making money out of this game anymore. Uh, what is the fine line? Why why the song and not the game? You know, it's, it's not a work of art. Uh, it's at the same level. I mean, they're all composed together. They're all one piece. Well, it's funny
0: that you say that. Why would because you... Because I wanted to talk about... Let's talk about Nintendo's policy, which Nintendo has a streaming and a YouTube policy notoriously hated by most people that upload Nintendo videos or try to upload Nintendo videos which is Nintendo says mm-hmm. you can upload your video to YouTube, but we will receive stats about it and we want a piece of the money that you're making now i I forget the exact split I think it might be um, I think it's seventy it's a seventy percent which I think you You keep 70% of the revenue for channels, 60% for individual videos. Now, some people say this is Nintendo just wants to take 30% of my money over nothing. But really, without the people making these games, like, You don't have anything to do. Whose content Mm -hmm. is a Let's Plays, you know?
1: Yeah, that's one of those things where it gets really tricky with the law. If you're reviewing someone else's content, then you can put it on your YouTube channel because you're using it as a review. You're critically examining it. There's a whole bunch of loopholes in there, which is why uh, people like Anita Sarkeesian can write, you know, hey, this is my thoughts and opinions on this, on these games, right. and have gameplay footage for that because she's critically examining the games and she doesn't have to divide the profit with the actual game creators. And this is the
0: haziness of fair use is, I believe, the law that everybody kind yeah. of protects themselves under, which you can go Google copyright fair use in America. It's a very hazy law and it's very sort of hard to enforce and hard to (laughs) defend against and all these things but yeah so some things like that are fair use but is somebody is somebody reacting to a piece of media fair use can i watch can i just put up batman versus superman in the background and as long as i'm going haha batman you're funny what do you think, everybody? Tell me in the comments. <laughs> is that now my content or is that Warner Brothers content?
2: I mean, I guess there is, yeah, there is a fine line on what you provide to the content. If you are, if you're just, you know, just like you did, just like you described, there's probably a problem with you doing that. They won't allow, you know, to put it in another way. They won't allow you to take chunks of that, of that movie and just put it on your YouTube channel freely. And you cannot claim, in, claim that it's your content. The time when it becomes your content is when you add a valuable asset to the mm. video, and the game can be a material, but the entertainment is provided by you. I guess it's it's hard to describe. I don't. Which I'm is not, also I don't know fuzzy, right? Con- because you could argue, or I don't even believe it about what I'm saying. But
0: right, the the thing that's fuzzy about that is if somebody tunes into a very famous you know, let's player like PewDiePie, you know, obvi- uh, notoriously the most famous one. By the way, he's worth $60 million. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's ridiculous. Uh, that's, that's his net worth, which just for, to put that in perspective, that is 1.4 times the net worth of one of the candidates running for president. <laughs> so, yeah, when
2: you put yeah it it's,
0: way. it's pretty mm-hmm. extraordinary. PewDiePie, if somebody goes to watch one of his videos, there's a strong possibility the argument could be made that they're going to watch PewDiePie. They don't really care what the game is. Then there's the in-between people who say, oh, I like this game, and I want to see what PewDiePie has to say about it. And then finally, there's so many. For every one PewDiePie, there's millions more, or at least tens of thousands or more, of people who are just getting started or people who are not going to become successful who are counting on the game to be the thing that draws in the audience, right? How many people are saying, I'm going to go play I Am Bread or Job Simulator because that's a goofy game, and maybe people want to see that, and hopefully I'll be able to say, don't don't you think I'm cool too? And really those people, and you can imagine PewDiePie at the beginning, owe most of their success to the titles and not their personalities. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's... There's the small streamers. We're talking about Twitch streamers here mainly, but there's the small streamers and there's the the bigger ones where the community that they've grown takes over the 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 game mm-hmm. they're playing, and that's what they're all trying to get to. Um, I remember um, watching. There was a series of Twitch 101. Uh, episodes every Sunday, made mostly by um, Destiny streamers, and it was really interesting. They were not focused on Destiny. They were just giving Twitch one-on-ones, and they were asking about. They were just giving um a, a little bit of a you know background uh, of. You know the relationship between streamers and developers, and that was exactly you know on point with what we're talking about here. And they had a guest on the show, which is someone kind of like a headhunter. He looks at streamers and he sees if they can be part of his of his, uh, you know, if he can contact them if they're worth contacting to try to partner with them and you know and therefore help them get more partnership with other with other you know a fine leech. uh, This man sounds like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a fine link. And um you know, it was just being very honest about how he looks at things and he's like I look at three things. I look at first if the person has obviously a, a good amount of a good amount of viewers. If those viewers are involved, if they're engaged users, meaning if they interact each, if chat and therefore if there is a communication if that streamer um interacts back. If, you know, if he puts the stream um first and not the game first Uh, you know some people might be some you know esports guy might be streaming but they're not really communicating in chat they're more focused about having the best performance in the game that's not really valuable for someone like that who's trying to you know who looks at the value of a streamer um that it's not really doesn't have much value if the person doesn't interact with his chat or is even worse like mean or you know condescending um so the positive attitude here is the key. And the third one is that he can he, he likes to see and come back regularly into streams and see if that person is capable of playing multiple games. Or if it's just that one guy who's gonna do the weekend activity on that game and just that game and you know, has been done that has been doing that for the last six months and doesn't even pay attention about other stuff. Um, and you know, and if those so therefore if you're having a good amount of viewers, if you're entertaining, if you're communicating, having a you know, a good positive attitude and if you're able to have that, no matter what game you're playing, you're a very valuable content creator, YouTube or Twitch. Um that's that's the rule and you know, maybe it's the rule for people out there who are really looking at looking into, you know, getting into those this hobby that can really become a job and and and, and you and on which you can you can leave off of, But At the beginning, it's really if you want to build your community, you want to stick to a game, right? If you're a small streamer, you can't just be at the bottom of the directory of 10 games. You will never grow off of that. You have to grow a relationship with people that play the same game for a good amount of time before you're confident enough to bring those people over to a new game and be able to communicate to them.
1: Yeah, I think the problem with this specific game, That Dragon Cancer, is that there's a very good reason as to why the game should generate revenue Mm -hmm. and the streamers have some sort of if they're playing the game they're streaming the game because one it's emotional draining it's controversial uh even if you don't want to play the game they should still have some kind of moral obligation to say hey buy this game they're small time developers the money goes to benefit cancer research, you know, do the right thing. And they're not doing right. that. They're just playing the game. They're taking the content, sometimes without even saying anything over the actual gameplay. They're just letting people watch them play the game. And they're not saying, they're not providing links to the site. They're not providing links to download the game. They're not providing any general content content, feedback, or information that would be beneficial to to the developers in this case because it is a very good cause. It is for cancer mm-hmm. research. And that I think that's the big problem that these game developers have. We have a good cause. You like our game, clearly. Clearly others like you playing our right. game, but but you're not helping us out in any way.
0: Yeah, let's work something out here.
2: I guess uh, to conclude our conversation here, the only thing we have to do after the show is to just buy the game and show some support.
0: Let's do it. Done. Actually, we will put—that's a great idea. We're going to put in the show notes and on the blog links to go buy that Dragon Cancer. Help these people make some money. So let's let's support them and content creators. Mention developers <laughs> and content creators. <laughs> don't be afraid of people like Nintendo who. Are partnering with services like YouTube and Twitch to get some of their money because it's not just your content. You have to think about the thousands sometimes of people that made these games, and it's easy to think, ah, oh, they were paid to make them, but the games industry notoriously doesn't pay fantastically. And is known to really burn out their employees, so come on everybody, be nice. Alright guys, let's take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about our favorite Easter eggs, and they're not gonna be deviled eggs. <laughs> My favorite favorite gaming easter egg is the so great that we had Street Fighter last week Hadouken blast that you can get <laughs> in Mega Man X which is one of my favorite games of all time maybe my favorite game of all time but the way you get the Hadouken blast is go play Mega Man you have to have all four of your part upgrades which you'll get throughout the game one's a helmet one's a chest piece One's a Super Blast Blaster that you only get after you beat all the bosses. Oh, excuse me. What is the other one? Oh, the boots. That's right. The very first one that you yeah. get, the boots, the slidey Boots. So get your boots, helmet, chest piece, and blaster. Then you have to have all the hearts in the game. You basically have to 100% the game. Then you have to get all the sub tanks, which is all the extra energy tanks, to refill your character's health, Mega Man's health during the game. Then you have to beat all the eight bosses, which you will have done by this point. Then, this is this is kind of a point of contention, but many people believe you have to be at full health by the end of the stage. Some people say you do. I think I remember not having to do that, but that was back on Super Nintendo. I've done it since. It still works on current versions of Mega Man that you can buy on virtual console and all this stuff. You gotta to go to Armored Armadillo stage. You gotta to get to the very end where you've been sliding down these pink uh, sort of tracks and shooting a bunch of birds who are flying in the middle of the air. Then you have to dash right while you're going over a big old chasm. And if you dash and jump at the same time, you jump extra high and you'll land over on a platform on the right hand side. And sure enough, there will be another upgrade. ...for you to get. And when you climb up... And and some people believe... ...that you have to do this four or five times... ...and you, you uh, the number is not exactly known. It could be a memory problem or something. But just keep dying... ...over and over and over... ...and then eventually you jump up there. You do have to jump up every time. And it won't be there. It won't be there. So just jump off the edge. Jump off the edge. Then finally... ...you'll get there and a capsule will appear... And Doctor Light, your creator, will be wearing a Street Fighter bandana, and he says, he says something to the effect of, "I've got something super special for you." And then Mega Man gets in the container, he steps out, and you have a—I know this is super long—you get the Hadouken blast, and the Hadouken blast is awesome; it can kill almost every boss in the game in one hit. Uh, if you do it right, so it's
2: like the master. It's bomb the master in ball in Pokemon, and you can codes.
0: only use the Hadouken if you have full health. So you gotta stay sharp, don't get hit. But you can beat Sigma in two hits. You can beat his dog uh, in one hit. You can beat him in one hit. It's really, really awesome.
2: Did you manage to get
0: that? I do. Whenever I play Mega like Man X, never... I try and get every single thing every time. And the whole game, start to finish, probably only takes. A few hours. Yeah. Which is just about as long as it was to describe the Easter
2: egg. (laughs) It is. I mean, it was like, it's so funny because all those Easter eggs are, that's the point of them is like, they're really hard to get to. It's really hidden, but it's most of the time not worth it. I mean, this time it kind of is, but you've already completed the whole game anyway.
0: Right. Right. Go back. Before you beat that last boss, go back and get the and Blast. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do a Mega Man that's it. what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a Mega Man X one hundred percent let's play one day with you guys. Yeah there you go but those are those
2: are the let's play I wanna watch, you know? Those are the kind of let's play I would appreciate you giving money to you and uh-huh. having the the ads money going You know, Yannick to you. you can just
0: send me money <laughs> <laughs> and <just> <laughs>
1: Mine isn't nearly as exciting or as hard <laughs> to get to. <laughs> Mine is from my favorite life simulator, Animal Crossing. Oh. And it's, a, <laughs> it's called a Totaka song, and it actually appears in a bunch of Nintendo yes. games. But to get it in Animal Crossing, you talk to K.K. Slider.
0: Which is the guitar player, And bear. you go... Yeah. Oh, he's sorry! A dog. Oh no, he's <laughs> right behind you too. KK <laughs> Slider's right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is. She's got a
2: shelf With of toys Tom right behind you.
1: That bastard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you ask him to play KK song, and he plays the, the little song for you, and he plays the end credits. Oh. Yay, KK Slider. So how
2: do you ask him? Is that a select like choice on the in the menus that you have to ask him?
1: So, in Animal Crossing New Leaf, he only plays acoustic, I believe, on Saturdays. What? At, <laughs>
0: Is that real? Is that yeah. Real so,
1: yeah. It's, he only plays acoustic on certain days. Oh, my And God. when he's playing his acoustic guitar, that's when you can ask him to play the song. And if you know the song, he'll go, okay, what's the name? And then he'll play it. If you don't know the song, then he'll play a random song. For you, every other day he's a DJ at Club K, or no, it's Club LOL. That's what it is. It's Club LOL. Let's,
0: we'll insert for the listeners <laughs> and for posterity the uh, Totaka ta- to- song.
1: Yeah, Totaka song.
0: Yeah.
2: have to finish our show with a a classic Diablo two cow yeah. level. secret cow level. I know you you Ryan you would have wanted to talk about this <laughs> one too, but you you nicely left it on to me to talk about it. Uh so the secret cow level is I'll start by describing what it is. Uh you pretty much access it via a portal into Diablo two and it's just basically an empty field uh full of cows standing cows. There it's very important. There's standing cows um holding a two hand spear or like a two hand axe. I yeah. don't know. They're not really hard to beat. There's not really a purpose to it. They're just no, it's like awesome. hundreds of cows showing around showing popping up around you. And the funny thing about it is that the 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 cow level, why the cow level was in Diablo two is because the cow level was a was a Diablo one rumor and Blizzard empathetically denied its existence. Um, I'm reading a comment from someone talking about, you know, where that comes from. And, uh, eventually Sierra did add a Cal level to Diablo 1 in Hellfire, but Blizzard kept denying there was a Cal level in their game. There is no call level. has just become a bit of a joke for the Diablo old guard, um, who's been around since, since the first edition. And, uh, so how would you get there are you asking me? Well, so I found a obviously it's been 10 years. I I I got to that cow. Level. Yeah. It was pretty insane, but I didn't remember that it was that hard. Um and it's just like mooing cows. Also for posterity, I would ask you Ryan at some point before my description even right now to put on the mooing cows sound it. because it's <laughs> it's priceless. Uh, I can I have the YouTube video right there. It's just it's just wonderful. Um well, they, they actually drop unique set and magic items and the king of cows drops the rare items. Uh, so it's more than an Easter egg and you can get stuff out of it, but I'm sure it's not like the most powerful stuff you can get out of the game. So how do you get into that cow level? Um, so you have to get the the weird slag on the weird's corpse in the north. What while is it rescuing Cain from Tristram.
0: What is it? What is it called? Oh Word Word Slag, right? I don't remember the, Words, Wirt's yeah,
2: leg on the on, on words corpse when you rescue Cain from Tristam. and then you have to finish the game. You return to Act One on the same difficulty, uh, and in the rogue encampment, you combine the the words leg. Oh, I remember now. You remember you combine the words leg, and a town portal tome, oh in the order. Yes. Or and the Horadric Cube <laughs> that's it <The> <laughs> uh, Deckard Cube. Cain yeah my yeah, my good
0: sir combine the them into with the Horadric get
2: the verts leg off the verts <laughs> corpse <laughs> while Hordrick's rescuing leg. Cain come back and combine it with the town portal tome in the Horadric Cube yes. enter the red portal to Moo Moo Farm and if you want, if you want to return on the same difficulty in the future, don't kill the cow king. That's don't kill important. the cow king. And, um, He's the master of evil. Really kill <laughs> Sorry, the I'll cow stop. king. <laughs> oh, it just and then yeah, and you just spend probably five minutes there. I don't really, I don't remember how hard it is to get to the cow king. But if you're high level and you finish the game, it's 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 no biggie. It's no big deal, and it's it's one of the classic easter egg out there that everybody probably have heard or have experienced themselves
0: beautiful and blizzard was probably listening to our podcast because i think a couple days after we talked about diablo 2 they issued a patch for diablo (laughs) 2 which is a game that is 10 plus years old so go play diablo 2 it still totally works and god they did
2: patch warcraft 3 too yeah in the same week, I heard they patchwork. With <laughs> Listen, you're they're maniacs. An, I love it. Yeah, they, they're doing an amazing job. Can't beat that.
0: All right, guys, that does it for this edition of Pixels Weekly. And until next time. Aloha. Aloha. And we'll see you next week.